This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. This podcast was recorded on traditional Denizal land. It's Trey. Welcome to Before the Peace. Given that it is the last episode of 2023, I wanted to do a year in review episode. However, I thought that might be pretty boring hearing me talk for about an hour. So I decided to do something different. And right now I have a colleague of mine, Greg, who is a producer for a couple of podcasts for Energetic City. And he also helps out with Before the Peace as well. He's going to lead the pod in a second here and interview me. Before we get into that, though, I want to say this podcast wouldn't be possible without the help of Troyer Ventures. Troyer has been serving our community and the energy industry with tank and vac trucks since 2000. They are built on the principles of hard work, service, and community, and they are proud to offer the financial support to make this program possible. Greg, Energetic City, you're the reader engagement lead. I mean, your title is always changing. (laughs) You do so much um, for the company Mm -hmm. as a whole, and you're behind the you're the behind the scenes guy is what yeah. I would say. Um, but for some of those who don't know, like I produce the podcast, but you kind of help me out. You, I would call you yeah. the co-producer. You listen back to it, give me notes and things like that, and then you put up things on social media. You have listened to the podcast since Jenna and I started it, I believe, um, in in 2021, the latter part of 2021. So I guess before I completely hand over the reins to you and, and have you interview me. Um, I want to know a little bit about, you know, your time listening to the podcast. Mm. And I know I didn't tell you this beforehand, so I didn't no, give you okay. pre-questions. But, you know, what is an episode, maybe your favorite episode or an mm-hmm. episode that stood out to you over, you know, the past, uh, you know, almost two years now? Yeah, for sure. Like you said, uh, I mean, it's crazy to think that before the piece has been going on for two years now, which is awesome. Congratulations. That's it's really cool. Uh, like I remember when I first started the first couple months, you and Jenna were talking about this idea about potentially doing before the piece. And it was one of those, and I know obviously a lot of it also came from Troyer. They helped a lot uh, mm. with the idea as well. But yeah, I was there on the ground floor when you guys started talking about it. I was always very interested to see what you guys were going to do with it. And then obviously, I mean, this is a big thing we'll get into later in the podcast, you know, your co-host left, which is <laughs> Jenna. And so that, you know, left a lot of responsibilities mm. for you. And so what I ended up starting doing, like you said, was I started just being your co-producer in the sense of just double checking everything mm-hmm. uh yeah. uh the other thing i do for before the piece as well as all the podcasts you see from energeticcity.ca is i make all those dumb clips on uh tiktok yeah, and stuff yeah, not yeah. dumb sorry they're not the, dumb. The, no, the, no, no. The, the small clips you see on tiktok <laughs> it, the funny thing about those clips too is like uh it's just a tiny little clip and it's like there's so much more to, that goes on with all those clips and i just want everybody to know hey if you see those clips on tiktok those are great uh, but make sure you go listen to the full episode because there's a lot more that happened. But yeah, that's something I've been doing uh, this year as well. And like you said, I've been listening to every podcast just to make sure, you know, thoughts if we there's an audio issue or something like that, you know, those fun behind the scenes things. But yeah, it's been very interesting to see you guys, um, how you guys have grown in the last two years. Um, you know, obviously you guys were very, you know, when you were first starting the podcast, it's a very different spot. I mean, you have uh, experience in radio, but mm. podcasting is its own thing. And, yeah. you know, handling how you deal with guests and stuff like that is always fun. Mm. I've heard some fun behind the scenes stories of going in the middle of nowhere to record some stuff. So always, always a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the episodes that haven't been released, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I didn't I didn't know if you were going to mention that. But there has well, been, I won't mention yeah, specifics yeah. about it. But, yeah, there was a case yes. where we had spent, I think it was, we were out there like half a day. Yep. And, um. I mean, we had a wonderful conversation, but the people we were talking mm-hmm. with 
they have um it wasn't a lawyer they have like a communications person that they've hired out of uh, a major market mm. and i say market like it's radio a major city <laughs> yep and um they had suggested after we'd done the interview and the, this communications person had seen it they requested that we didn't publish well and that's the funny thing that's not even the only one number nope. though uh, there's been there's been more throughout the year and uh, yeah i've been kind of behind the scenes discussing that with you so it's been interesting to see how that goes uh, I mean, when you asked earlier, like my favorite episode, yeah. for me, like before the piece is such an interesting concept of let's talk to the local indigenous community, get their mm. perspective on things and the history of the area. Because like you said, they've been living here for way longer than than we have. Right. Yeah. So for me, though, the the side I always find the most interesting was how they relate to industry mm. only because in my uh, employment history and my personal history, I've only ever heard, you know, non-Indigenous perspectives on that. Yeah. Uh, so it was really fascinating to hear um, their perspectives on it. So two that really stood out to me, especially and maybe this is recency bias because they're really recent. Uh, I really enjoyed Stuart Cameron's episode, uh, the, the most recent episode, just because getting his perspective as somebody who worked in the oil and gas and then transitioned into a position where he, um, you know, helped bridge the gap between indigenous communities yeah. and oil and gas, I thought yeah. was really interesting. Integrated his heritage <laughs> into his his work. Yeah, which exactly. Is really right? cool, his career. Which and I again, seeing awesome. how the not just oil and gas, but all industries have progressed as we've. Um, uh, increased our relationships with indigenous communities mm. the other one i thought was really fascinating was shona nelson because yeah. again you just got to see way more behind the scenes things of how bands work and how uh nations uh, are structured and how they um manage themselves i thought that was su super fascinating again as somebody um who's you know worked in, in, in a couple different industries and stuff like that just seeing hearing about those stories and how that works is very interesting to me yeah yeah those two specifically as well like you know, going into those interviews, you know, I obviously put in the research and, but you never know how no. it's going to happen. And, and I was very proud of both of those mm. episodes that you're saying, like, I'm proud of all of them. Obviously there are some that cater more to like what I was interested in or the conversation or whatever the case may be. But these are ones of examples of more research going into yep. it because my biggest thing too is these are very experienced, smart people. And I, you know, have to, they, they've been working in the, you know, their specific positions, their industries for a long, long time. Right. So they know things. So then coming forward with me, having to ask them questions, I don't want to just, you know, give them basic questions. I want to try and delve in. We got an hour. I want to try to delve into as much as I can. So, you know, with those, it's the difficulty of like, did I do enough research for this to be a good enough episode, mm -hmm. you know, to, to really put it out there. So it's nice to hear that, um, I've had good feedback from both of those mm -hmm. episodes and, uh, Shona, I believe liked the episode as well, yeah, which is awesome. Cause she's a very particular person. I, I think you, you have to be when you're, um, in certain positions. And so, um, yeah, it's, it I'm glad those are the two episodes because uh, there's so many great ones, mm -hmm. but those ones specifically, yeah, I would yep. they, I'd put them up there too. And like I said, it's it's it comes down to really just preference about, uh, yeah. but they're, like you said, they're all interesting and like oh, yeah. hearing all the stories is is really good. Like hearing, um, you know, uh, Gary Oker wants to make a comic book character, you know, type of thing is really interesting. So, uh, but yeah, no, again, for anybody listening to this, if this is your first one for some reason, hey, make sure to go check out our old, our old podcast. You know, they've evolved throughout the years, you've yep. evolved throughout the years, and it's just interesting to see the progress. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on before the piece. Uh, again, you know, we're we're planning our 2024 stuff, so hopefully we can 
have an update soon for you guys about mm. um, uh, stuff that's going on. But uh, yeah, no, that's my turn to kind of. Yeah, turn, it's turn your, you, yeah, the reins is yours. You are now a Before the Peace podcast <laughs> host. You're my new co-host. Yeah. Sorry, Jenna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so let's, before we get into the Jenna situation, yeah. uh, let's start with the beginning. So yeah, this has been two years officially. The first episode was November 2021, mm-hmm. uh, I believe. One, yeah. Yep. So it's been two years now. Uh, what are some ways you think you have improved in your podcasting? Um, just just before I get into that, just a note too for, again, if you're a new listener or if you just started up this year or even last year, our first podcast uh, episode was with Gary Oker. And then this year we were able to, well, I was able to do a follow-up with him and talk to him about some more things. Um, the two years, so before I got into, uh, before I got here to Energetic City, I should say, you did mention it. I was in radio initially. That's where um, I started out with. That's what I went to school for. And then I kind of went down this path of journalism. Um, but even before that, I've been doing multiple podcasts um, for many years, like hit or miss. You know what I mean? Like you do it for a couple months or whatever the case may be, something happens and then you stop. So I've had podcasts before um, with other people as well, but never with a company, right? Because when you're on your own, you have to structure it. You have to put up your schedule. You have to be disciplined and making sure you're putting out episodes when you say you're putting them out. That doesn't always pan out. We know through the pandemic, many people started ep- uh, podcasts that never continued with them. Including myself. Yeah. yeah and, and myself as well. I had two that I started and then stopped with. Um, but then when I got here and this idea got brought up, I, I initially I was like, eh. like, I didn't want to start another one because I didn't want to commit to something that I felt like I couldn't put my all into. There was, you know, a lot going on. We, and then in 2021, especially, we were really figuring out what we want the future of Energetic City to look like. And part of that was implementing podcasts. And um, I was just iffy on the idea. But Jenna, all credit goes to her. She, she is the heart and soul. Like, you know, Troyer did um, come up to us and, and, and talk about the idea. And then, you know, Jenna ran with it and she was very passionate about it. And she did not stop coming into my office. Um, she, she knew that I was interested in the topic specifically with indigenous advocacy and, and just the curiosity that I had and, and being a Métis individual myself that, um, and, you know, going through my own, um, I'm not going to say identity crisis, but just finding my own identity within Métis culture too. Uh, it just, it kind of aligns, but I will say it was definitely Jenna who pushed it. Um, and then when it got, once it got started, you know, obviously it started off on a little bit of a, you know, learning curve. Like we, we were really, and that's why we picked Gary too, because, um, he's such a well-known person in the community. He's very used to talking. We knew that it can be, if not the first episode, a trial episode mm-hmm. to kind of get the wheels spinning because Jenna had no experience no experience at all and i will say not a lot of people can probably notice if they listen back to that ed, uh, the episode because she was very committed and she wanted to make sure you know after each episode she tried to improve and and that then carried on to me and then you know uh, episodes in the future i would say the 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 biggest thing that i've improved on was um research is putting in the research right like when i was doing podcasts before um, they were niche podcasts. So it was like pro wrestling. And that's something where I am a lifelong fan. I don't need to research pretty much. Like I'll have a computer in front of me if I needed to to look at something or a date or whatever the case may be. 
But for this, it was, it's very important. We don't want to have someone on who is brave enough to tell their story and then not know anything about them and not put in our research. And so the biggest thing was learning how to, um, put in the appropriate amount of research, which again, it wasn't too difficult for me because I am a journalist, but you know, it was also connecting with Jenna, like, and having that communication, like she would go and look for her, do her own research as well. Right. And so that was something new to her. So it was kind of, I guess, um, working with the co-host and getting that trust and, um, you know, feeling each other out was, was something that we definitely learned to do. But the thing is, is Jenna and I were friends, right? Mm -hmm. Like we were friends. So it, it kind of was easy. Uh, another thing too, is the pace of a podcast, mm. right? Um, when you start out, especially, you know, I guess the biggest thing you can notice with Jenna and even myself on those first couple of podcasts is we're so excited mm -hmm. and we're rushing through everything, right? Uh, there was one episode, in, it, I think it was within the first or five guests we had, where we ran out of questions 20 minutes into the <laughs> podcast. Oh, no. Because we just started rushing through all of them and then the guest was answering other questions yeah. while answering the question we asked. So then, honestly, it was just like, you know, Jenna did ask some things, but like she kind of looked at me and then I just went journalist brain and just started like coming <laughs> up with things yeah. um, in the moment or from what they had said, um, which is a skill in itself, which again, this is something else I think I've, I've honed in on um, because as a news director, I'm not writing or doing interviews as much as I used to when mm -hmm. I was actually, you know, just a journalist, just a reporter. So the podcast gives me that side to do my research and things like that too, which is awesome. But yeah, that was a big thing for me. It was just rushing the pace um, and really making the guests as comfortable as you can with them not knowing you, right? Yeah. Like, so Stuart, I met him once beforehand and then we really didn't know each other. Um, but we, I think he wanted to kind of feel me out. So we, we met here at the office, chatted a little bit. And then that podcast was great. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and I think that's huge is if you have some rapport. sort of yeah rapport connection, at least an understanding, mm -hmm. it will go a long way. Like I can't tell you, and I'm being brutally honest over all our episodes, there, there's not one like I can pick apart, like, like, like that stands out in my mind. You know, everyone has that when it's, it's two and two years and a bit, we've been doing this podcast. You know, you would think there is some that would, you know, would be in our minds of like, oh, we could have done better here. Or like mm -hmm. one that stood out where there could have been a lot more that was better in the podcast. Like we could have worked on a lot more there, mm -hmm. but there wasn't, there, there wasn't at all. So I think that's a huge plus. Again, I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> Only a little bit. Only a little bit. Um, but yeah. I, I honestly think, you know. Yeah, it's that that was it's no, just been such a good run. No, is, I'm, is I'm what glad, I want to say. I'm glad you've been yeah. enjoying it, right? Yeah. That's uh that's a big thing too. It's like it's hard to do this many episodes this many years without actually enjoying the mm -hmm. podcast. That's a good good uh sign that you enjoy it as well. Yeah, and I've heard from other podcast hosts too where um you know, after a while it's there's one of two things. It it starts to become a job or it just, just starts to become part of your life and mm -hmm. you love it, right? And I think um, it's the latter for That's me, good. definitely. Right. Like, That's obviously good. it's a part of work, but it's definitely something that I, I look forward to in the conversations. So like we've touched on a couple times now, a major mm. thing that happened this year was Jenna leaving. Uh, like you said, she was part of the heart and soul of the mm. podcast when you first got started. She's part mm. of the reason it, it got started. Like what has it been for you transitioning from a duo to a solo podcaster and you know, how 
like just how how have things changed since Jenna has left? So I think the biggest thing is obviously having that spare voice. Anyone who works in broadcasting or a podcasting or anything along that that realm, um, it's it can be a lot easier if you have a good co-host to bounce things off of, to have a conversation. If you get lost with something, you know the other host could pick it up, kind of thing. Um, so there was that. I guess I already had the experience, so it wasn't. I wasn't like worried. I wasn't nervous about it. I was fine. I guess the one thing that stuck out in my head was my voice and Jenna's voice. Like I have a deeper voice. Mine can be taken more serious. Obviously I'm, I I don't know if people have that opinion of me in the podcast, but you, I know probably do Greg. I'm not a serious, like I'm a goofy guy. Um, but sometimes that doesn't come across with my voice in the podcast. And also some of the questions that I were putting out were you know, not a little more hard hitting. I wouldn't say they were hard hitting questions, but I would go into some more serious things. I would go into more questions with industry or, you know, um, certain issues and things like that. Racism, um, was one of them and, and not that Jenna wouldn't, but I just was comfortable doing that because I have before just with my career. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it, speaking on that, I think it also just comes back to your guys's, uh, histories with the, uh, your personal histories and also your guys's relationship with mm-hmm. indigenous communities. Yeah, I mean another thing that impacts Jenna a lot is her kids. So one of those mm-hmm. things she tended to ask a lot was stuff that related to the kids, and and so obviously she talked about a lot more stuff. But that's yeah. an example of something she has that you don't. Yeah, that influences the type of questions she asks. Yeah, and so we had this cool connection where we never said it, but we knew which topics we were bringing up, like who was asking what, and we would we kind of mentioned like, oh, you're bringing this one up. Or she would say, can you bring this one up? Um, but after, like, it was just kind of a, a in passing, right? And we definitely kind of had this understanding. And it was just natural. It was great. And obviously, I miss her a bunch because, I, you know, she was great to the podcast. So one thing that was in my head when I was doing it by myself was just the energy, too. She has this natural energy about her. And people gravitate towards her. And it, I felt that it was very much needed for the pot. I, it was almost like a beauty and the beast kind of mentality, <laughs> right? Like she had that energy. She had, you know, the questions of uh, being a parent and um, also the lighthearted questions. And she's just such a sweetheart. And then, you know, you move over to me and then I'm, I'm you know, asking about your childhood and like all these serious questions. Not again, not mm-hmm. that she wouldn't, but um, my worry was that it would have less of that split of, you know, kind of a journalism aspect and then, you know, a lighthearted aspect, which I think she brought. So that's one thing I was, um, I'm not say worried about, but one thing I thought of, and I don't know if it's really a worry this year, but I do think the podcast has changed with just Mm -hmm. having me. It, It definitely is different, but, um, that was just, yeah, that was definitely the one thing that, I was kind of thinking about, but I, I think it's went pretty good. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, you know, the hardest part is just, you know, the extras. So like yep. social media and things like, I don't, I don't have time to, to, to be doing that. And that was what Jenna was doing. Right. So that's one thing. Um, I, I know this is part of one of your ex questions, but that's one thing moving into mm-hmm. next year. I want to improve on 100%. is, um, is social media and, and content there too, which most likely you'll be involved in in some way, shape, or <laughs> well, form yeah. if you say yes to me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I think it's went really well. I'm confident in what we're putting out. I've heard <laughs> from outside 
um individuals that the podcast is still really good mm -hmm. and that people talk about it and listen to it and we see that people are listening mm -hmm. to it and then it's also nice too that I get you to listen back to the episodes and, and critique it. And I know you're always honest with me. So like even the Stuart episode, it was really cool to hear like, yeah, this is a really, this is a mm -hmm. good episode. I was really interested in it. So yeah, um, it's been different, you know, but, um, you know, in my typical Trey fashion, the long winded rants, uh, shortening <laughs> it down. Yeah, it was, it was a, a transition, but I feel like it was one I, I took, I took well. Yeah. And like you said, Hey, we generally miss you. You ever come back, let us know. And we'll, uh, we'll try to get you in on an episode type of thing. She's such a beautiful human. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, another, another question for you. Uh, there was a lot of big stories that yeah. came out in 2023. I mean, we had the treaty land entitlement case happen. We have the urban reserve making way more progress in Fort St. John, mm -hmm. you know, Saqua opened up a lot more. They had a lot of renovations and stuff so people can go check it out. Uh, what were your takeaways of 2023 and, you know, were there certain things you want to cover more or that you wish you had, had been able to cover? So I'll start with that, uh, the, the last part of that question first. So, um, and mentioning Saqua. So we just did a story on Saqua and the, um, update about them opening up for people to go in, um, and, and check it out with all the new upgrades and everything like that. That was the, and also the podcast where I talked with Alyssa with the update a couple months ago. That was the first time I had been to Saquon in like a year. The last time was before the last winter, which we didn't, Alyssa and I, who, for those of you who don't know, is the executive director of the, of the Heritage Society, of the Saquon Heritage Society. She, um, she didn't even realize, and, and we were just like, oh, what the heck? I wish... Um, not even just from a pod, uh, podcast standpoint, but from Energetic City, which is what we're, we're also delving in on with the stories. I wish we did more of the updates on the progress that was going on and, and, and talk to her. The thing is, is I do talk with Alyssa a lot about certain things going on, but I hadn't actually been down at the site, um, while those upgrades were happening. So that was one thing, which I would say is kind of a small thing. Cause we still did do an update, which is awesome about everything going on there. Um, but another thing too, is. I'd say we covered all the major, you know, quote unquote issues, topics, we'll say, um, coming from indigenous communities in the Northeast. Um, there were some things, um, more so on the court side of things that we still need to cover. Um, but I think things I wish I covered more is simply is just with our indigenous voices reporter. My goal for that is to just really get more into the community. And we have, we've kind of put a, a foot in but in all the, the, um, first nation communities in the Northeast. So, you know, a vague question to that is I just want more, like a more of community yep. of what's happening in the community. Not like these, I, you know, don't get me wrong. These are important to put out everything going on with the urban reserve TLE. Um, you know, the story we did on the Montney reserve from Jerry Tachi was a huge story and it was super interesting. And it was history that from what we had seen had not been really reported on too much. Um, so it was cool for Doig to trust us with that story for Jerry Atachi an elder, a former chief to trust us with that story and to publish it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we worked, well, I won't say we, well, I did help obviously well, you, as the news director, got brought up in the a lot of guidance, a lot of guidance with Manav, the reporter at the time who wrote the story on um it took us i think it was a month and a half yeah yeah but it did get brought up in the podcast first because you had yeah. your, your yeah. episode with yeah. jerry it stemmed from the it podcast stemmed from the yeah. podcast and you were able to delve into it more with a written article before the piece of story in greg armstrong yeah, yeah, exactly right. so. <laughs> no but yeah no it started off when we had jerry attachy on 
And um, it, it went from there where, honestly, immediately after that episode, I went to Manav and I'm like, we need to do this story. Yeah. This is so interesting and it's huge. It's a huge piece of history. We need to do this story. And like, it took a little bit, right? And it was just like the burial story we did, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago that Jordan sunk. Um, this is our um, video reporter, sports reporter. She's also the associate editor. She wears a bunch of hats. Um, she wrote the story. It took her a month and a half, I believe, too. Um, and it was a phenomenal story. I'm super proud of the work that the reporters put in on those. Um, yeah, I guess it kind of combined the takeaways and wish what I covered more of is, is definitely just the community stuff. Yep. Which, just community. Which is, What's happening in your community? You know, like, yeah, we have stuff from Fort St. John talking about, you know, the uh, 12-year-old girls raising money for the hospital foundation doing a lemonade stand kind of, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like little community things. And we need to build those relationships. And then from there, we can then tackle other, topics. you know, topics. But the problem is, is, you know, all these bigger topics, not all of them, but some of them we're getting from government or, you know, banned governments yep. and we're not getting it from the actual members mm -hmm. and the people. And that's what I want. That's where I really want us to, to get into, but you know, with, with due time, with due time. That, like, like you said, uh, the main goal for before the peace was just to really grow that connection, not only between us and the communities, but also just everybody who's listening yeah. with the communities. Right. And like trying to share their stories and offer a platform and, and grow that connection. Right. So yeah, it's just something we're continuing to work on and hopefully, uh, uh, we'll, we'll get there next mm -hmm. year. And I mean, even if we, even if we make progress next year, it's never going to end, right? You got to constantly yeah. do more progress and, oh, and yeah. build that yeah. relationship. There's always going to be work to be done and better ways that we can, um, improve. put out our coverage. Yeah. And improve just in general, for sure. Uh, so yeah, an, uh, another question, uh, any behind the scenes moments you want to share that happened in 2023, uh, that just, you know, something that wouldn't make it on podcast that you just thought was funny or interesting that you just want to share? The first thing that comes to my mind, uh, and I think I did mention it on the podcast is when, <laughs> when I got our company vehicle, uh, stuck on a logging road for multiple hours. Um, I was on my way to Blueberry River First Nation. It was actually my first podcast by myself, my first solo podcast, um, going to interview Sandra Obsassin at Blueberry River First Nation. And yeah, went down the wrong road, following Google Maps, and was stuck <laughs> there for a couple hours. Had to get our boss to come and pull oh, me yeah. out, which, you know, you know our boss. Of course, I had to hear it a little bit. There were some jokes uh, slinging in my direction for sure, oh, yeah. which was very deserved. But luckily, Sandra, so I missed the podcast because yep, of that. Stuck. But she's like, well, she rescheduled the same day. So I literally, after I got unstuck, I just drove straight there and we did the mm -hmm. podcast, which was absolutely awesome. But that's the one, that's the, the funny one that definitely sticks out of my mind. Um, do you have any that I'm oh, not I'd, thinking of? Uh, I mean, I like, we, like that we you kinda, know of that well, I told like we you? hinted at, there's a couple episodes that unfortunately had to get canceled just for yeah. certain reasons, which mm. I don't know if we're even allowed to talk about. That's right? why so, I'm not, those popped yeah. in my head too. Um, which is fine. I'll, you know, no, 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 no. I'll mention it. I'll just kind of skirt around it, honestly, just to be safe. So one episode we had um, a couple months ago, you were talking, uh, well, Today, you were talking about, you know, the episodes in the oil and gas industry. Mm -hmm. I had an episode a couple months ago where I talked to a, I think he's a CEO of a company that is here in Fort St. John, but they're based out of Calgary. Um, but this individual is also born in the region. He's from Fort St. John and uh, had a great conversation mm -hmm. with them. And, you know, my biggest worry was, is I didn't want the episode to be all about you know, this is my company, uh, all the great things we do. It was more so about I wanted someone from the oil and gas industry mm -hmm. 
to speak on the relationship between the sector and indigenous communities. And um, I thought it was a great episode, but, you know, there was some um, questions uh, among the office and, and people involved in the podcast about, you know, just putting it out there and having someone from a company when there's so many other companies mm -hmm. in the region and like it is kind of promotion for them as well. So I understood that why we had to cut it. It was just unfortunate because it was such a good episode. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, spent a lot of time researching, came in early to talk to him over Zoom. So it was unfortunate. It was, you know, the second time it had happened mm -hmm. and it was what it was. The first time I, you know, kind of mentioned it earlier is essentially we were meeting with some people um, who are part of a First Nation community in the Northeast. And essentially they are trying to um, reboot the community and do some research and they're in the midst of court cases. And so they hired an individual who I think is specifically, you know, in the communications sector. Um, and we were communicating a lot with her. We sent her the questions, everything that we wanted to do, our thoughts for the podcast. And we traveled, I think it was like two and a half hours. Like it was, you know, it was a yep. trip, like it was a day trip for sure. Um, did the interview, had a, you know, had a great conversation, um, had, a, did a lot of research and then, um, once we edited the podcast, put all that time in, we sent it to the communications person wanted us to send us the, po the episode, which generally I don't do, but in this given situation and the reasoning yeah. I we were okay with it, we sent it and she said, no. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, she's first, she said, cut out some things. We cut out some things and then we got back. Um, I think this is not the right time to put it out. And okay. we were kind of, you know, definitely heartbroken because, uh, we wanted that story to go out there. The thing with this one is I can't delve into the content of it be yep. because they're in the midst of, of legal. I just want to be careful there, but yeah, that was, that was unfortunate. Um, but also it was a learning experience, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And, and now we know, you know, if we get into those situations again, you know, or if I get into those situations again, then I, I kind of know how to navigate or I will know before it happens, before yep. I do all that work, you know. It's I mean? all it's all a learning experience, right? Even if you have, you know, scrap, you know, one to two episodes, which sucks, because like you yeah. said, you made those full, they were full on episodes. Yeah, yeah. But now you just know going forward, you know, some of the things to watch out for and uh, people to ask, right? And who knows? They might be released later. I don't know about the, the one I was talking about, about the First Nation community, but the oil one, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Who, who knows if it, uh, it could. We'll see. Um, but... That's another hope of mine. I'm glad I got Stuart on yep. because that covered yep. it right there. My biggest thing was, you know, we had talked to a lot of people um, or asked a lot of questions about the oil and gas industry, mm -hmm. but never kind of like delved into it. I felt like the mm -hmm. way I wanted to and the episode that I'm speaking about, I felt like I did and asked, you know, questions that I felt were not hard, but, you know ones that some people oh, might yeah. not be comfortable asking yeah for sure no i like i listened to that episode before we got canceled uh and yeah no again i thought it was very interesting to get that mm -hmm. perspective on the situation as well but like you said it's just that situation of is yeah it's just a it's just a complicated situation and it's always going to be those complicated situations so like for instance on paper without like listening to the episode you put up a social media post with the person's name who they are and someone sees it they're non-indigenous they're with an oil and gas company, a CEO. Mm -hmm. You can start to make assumptions without actually listening to the podcast, which I figured would be the case mm -hmm. of like people being like, why? Yep. But then you listen but to the this. actual, and, and again, that was my worry, but the actual podcast, I felt like I did a good job mm -hmm. of navigating and he did a good job of asking the, yep. or answering the questions. Um, 
a good, good job, job of navigating like what I wanted out of the podcast. Um, you know, but fortunately it got cut. Yeah, unfortunately. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you said, it's just live and learn and we'll keep working yeah. away at it. Yeah. So before we get into 2024 stuff, uh, mm. just a quick, um, another quick thing to quickly celebrate. Uh, we officially passed 50,000 downloads for Before the Peace in 2023. Wow. Yeah, I, I've told you this, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's did you? I, I did. A lot of things get a lot of things get <laughs> You know, I forget stuff. But yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you so much to everybody who listened the last this year and last year. You know, we really appreciate everybody out there. And um, like you said, we're we're planning our 2024 stuff we're going to get that to a second but uh yeah we really appreciate the support and make sure if you find the podcast make sure to follow it we're going to keep putting out episodes and make sure to share it you know the point of this is to share it with the community and try to grow that um understanding when jenna left there was an opportunity for us to stop mm -hmm. and i kept it going because i think it's important mm -hmm. and everyone still kept listening to it and from the bottom of my heart it, it it's huge mm -hmm. right it's the work I'm putting in isn't for nothing, right? Yeah. Like people are actually listening to it. Whether, man, even if you said a thousand this year, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't care as long as people are listening yep. and they're enjoying it, um, you know, because I don't know, right? Like we, I say, we say all the time, we've been doing it for two years, you know, email us with uh, <laughs> podcast ideas or guest ideas or content ideas and no one does. I think we've got, we've gotten a couple emails about, you know, people liking the podcast, but nothing about you know, what we're asking of like, Hey, do you, you know, do you want anything else? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, is there something specifically you want? So that tells me one of two things, people are happy with it, but they're not listening to it. And it seems like it's the former, right? Like people uh, like the direction that it's going in, um, or they like it enough to keep listening and not email me. So mm -hmm. it's <laughs> definitely awesome. And I just, yeah, to, to Greg's point, thank you guys so, so, so much. That is awesome to hear. Yeah, so now we're going to kind of get into our plans for 2024. Uh, again, for anybody listening, if you have ideas or if you have a topic or if you have anything that you really want to hear in the new year, <laughs> let us know. We're always open to suggestions. And oh, also, if you are a member of the Indigenous community, you want to be on the podcast, hit us up. Yep. We're, we're open to anybody. You don't have to be a chief. You don't have to be, nope. you know, somebody uh, like Stuart Cameron, who's like heavily involved in oil and gas. Even if you're just a, a, a member of the community, mm -hmm. hey, we'll, we'll, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no, 100%. And I've, um, I've had residents ask about that too in the community about coming on. And yeah, I'm super open about it. My biggest thing though is, you know, I would love to have a conversation beforehand to see what we talk about. Yeah, 100%. Uh, other than that, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm super open um, for people coming on. Like, you know, for the most part, I specifically uh, look out for my guests and and go and find them and um, look for specific ones on like what I want to talk about. But I'm open. I'm always open to have people on. Um, actually, January's guest is someone who reached out to me. Nice. And so um, we'll we'll be chatting with him here in a couple of weeks in the new year. But yeah, no, reach out for sure. Uh, so yeah, now going into 2024, what are some ideas you have? Not saying that we're for sure going to do them, just like mm. potential ideas you have or some personal goals for your podcasting that you want to, or where you want to see the show next year. So I, I did kind of mention it a little bit. My, my biggest thing is, um, putting a little bit more focus on social media. Um, I feel like I'm in a groove with the actual podcast itself uh since jenna left but as for that extra stuff you know the extra content right like whether it be videos or you know if we just have little clips of them saying certain things like if i have just a camera up to record them while we're doing the podcast and then you can clip it you know what i mean like um just extra content is something i'm looking at doing 
obviously I have a lot of tasks and a lot of hats that I wear, um, with my job at energetic city. So it is about spare time, but I also think it's about, um, how much energy I want to put into it too. So I, I definitely think it's something that is possible and that's kind of what I want to do for 2024 or at least come up with a plan to improve it, whether that's, you know, yep. having someone else within energetic city to help me out or whatever the case may be. But that's a big one for me. Um, I don't really have any guests that I like really, really, really want to have. Well, actually that's a lie. I do have a couple. I want to talk to Ju Judy Desjardins, uh, the chief of Blueberry River First Nation. We've been trying to talk with her. Um, uh, as well as Helen, not a local author. Uh, we've been trying to get her on for how long did you say this podcast has been Two going? Years. Two years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> that's not a dig Helen. We just really, really, really want to talk with you, but she, uh, you know, she's really busy right now with the release of her second oh, yeah. book, which I think is the perfect time. So, um, anyone listening to this, if you are friends or, you know, Helen and Judy, please get them in touch with me. I've even had outside people try and get in touch with Helen and Judy to have yep. them on. Um, you know, and there, there are some other, you know, guests too, that I would like to have on or, or ones Ryan Dickey. Um, I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a Fort Nelson first nation member. Uh, and he's definitely a, a, a member within Northeast BC. I hope I didn't get that wrong, but I do want to chat with him. He's an artist. Um, I believe he is into like video editing as well. He just does a lot of things mm -hmm. and I, I just really am interested in him. And, um, obviously I haven't done a, a tons of research into him, but Jenna and I were talking about, ta uh, talking with him because we had seen his website and, um, a lot of the stuff he was doing and, and I see him on Facebook, we're friends there and just like you know, his path and what he's, he's been doing for the communities. And that's someone I want to talk with as well. So, uh, like you mentioned earlier, this is the first year you had a return guest, which was Gary Oker. Yeah. Uh, are there any other guests you want to come back on, talk about other topics or just delve into more topics? Yeah. Well, so Gary and Alyssa were returns. Oh yeah. Um, Alyssa, sorry. Yeah, Alyssa. yeah. Um, Roland Wilson, chief of West Moberly. Uh, honestly, probably most of the guests yeah, that almost I have. everybody. Cause I know, um, in I the, always say that I want, yeah. cause there's just so much Clarence, so much. Clarence Obsassin. I know Paulette, you had a lot of stuff you want to talk to her about too. Yeah. You know? Paulette, there's a lot. Um, and like, yeah. And she's in the midst of the, uh, MNNBC, uh, election. yeah, the election right now for, for our district. So, you know, like, yeah, there's, she's someone I want to talk to again. Yeah. There's just so many people, but a big one, just going back on that, like first year, like rolling for sure um especially with you know site c mm -hmm. coming to um a close here in the next couple of years i won't i won't really want to chat with him about that and we had talked to him a lot about it before um yeah there's a lot of people we yeah there's a lot yeah. that's the first one that comes yeah, to my brain 100 sure. uh and like i said yeah we're open to, to oh sorry uh chief mccaudahay too with oh, yeah. Doig, and i actually showed up yeah. yeah, basically anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll Seriously, we'll take yeah. if you, if you want to if you're a previous episode or you haven't been on Unsted yet, hit us up. We'll we'll definitely uh, we'll discuss that. So another big thing that you and I and our other staff at AndroidCity.ca have really trying to made happen that we haven't happened yeah. is we really want to do it before the piece live. Yeah. So uh, and again, we're open to let let us know if you're actually interested in this. Our idea behind it is basically a before the piece where we have a specific topic. Uh, be it, you know, TLE or Site C or something like that, where we have members of the Indigenous communities and maybe members of, you know, another community that we have a more community conversation about it. Yeah. And I actually want to have members of the community 
be there live and ask questions live directly to you and our guests. So that's something we've been working on. Do you think that's going to happen in 2024? Well, I, we're really trying. We're we've, trying. Been, we've been trying, I think, well, mentioning Roland, he has tentatively accepted. Mm -hmm. So it's just finding, you know, solidifying a date. But uh, no, I think it's going to be huge. I, mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, it will be huge. It will serve as a platform not only to inform, but also give people the opportunity to ask any questions that they have, like you were saying, right? And I mm -hmm. think that is so huge. And, um, it's all about transparency and communication and, and we need it on across all boards in society. So I think this is a, a huge thing that we want mm -hmm. to happen in 2024. And it's not, if it's going to happen, Greg, we're going to make it, we'll make it happen. happen. It's happening. It's going to happen. Biggest thing, just going off what Greg's saying, just send me a line saying, I would love for a live podcast. Mm-hmm. Just email before the piece at energeticcity.ca or before the piece at musafm.ca or tray at energeticcity.ca. Just email us and just, just the line, just so we know there's interest. Yep. That's my biggest thing, right? Is we, we don't know if there is, I think there will be, but I would love to kind of have something tangible. Like, yep. like so let's see if people will actually be interested. So please shoot me an email <laughs> yeah 100 hey like i said we're we're open to communication we're open to suggestions yeah. uh feel free to let us know and we'll we'll see what we can do uh but yeah that was kind of mainly it for me that's mm -hmm. uh what i wanted to ask you about any any last minute thoughts for no this man year? i uh thank you so much mm -hmm. because like i said at the beginning i think um you know and that's maybe just me being critical i don't know if people want to listen to me just talking uh by myself for 30 minutes to an hour so i appreciate you coming mm -hmm. on and it also, you know, lets people know about you and, um, you know, another face behind the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, Greg is, is a friend of mine as well, a colleague, and, you know, I can go to him for advice and he helps me out with the podcast too. So it's definitely nice for you to, mm -hmm. to come on and, and, uh, give me this time to, uh, grill me. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I should have, I should have come up with harder questions. Like why, why are you so bad at this? No, no, no something like that. But uh, why does your voice suck? Yeah. Dude? Hashtag bring back Jenna. Uh, but no, yeah, I appreciate you having me on and, uh, thanks for answering my questions. No worries. Thank you so much, Greg. That's it for 2023. We will see you guys in January for the start of a new year before the peace 2024. The episode's out in January. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.